I went from Thursday night to Monday morning with no movement. Oh. So here, let me ask you, when you did finally get to go, was it a John Scott or, or was it an Ovechkin? Oh, it, it was it was a it was a guy who never even made it over the boards. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it was a David it was, Clarkson. It was a, yeah, it was a David Clarkson is what it was. Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LeFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. I I was so desperate. I, I did the saltwater cleanse. What is that? So that? You just drink salt water? Oh, buddy, let, let me tell you. If you're ever if you're ever in the in the mood for you know getting things moving, uh, one liter of warm water with three tablespoons of sea salt tastes terrible. It's like drinking yeah. the it's it's drinking the ocean. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, drift that back and wait for the magic. Takes about a half an hour. Really? If you're lucky. Yeah. But really? uh, yeah, oh. yeah, and and uh, me being you know uh, stu- stupid, I you know I I had taken note come Sunday morning that I was in some extreme discomfort, and mm. Amanda made for dinner on Sunday night. What what she make? She makes these. She never made them before, dude. Uh, Philly <laughs> cheese steak stuffed shells. And I, yeah, oh, they were so good. Italian fusion. Italian fusion, baby. And (laughs) like, okay, so this, so I'm sitting there, I'm eating. They're so good. I gorged on these things. And it doesn't really dawn on me until the last one where I realize, um, Ben, you haven't gone in in like now over 48 hours and you just put a mountain of beef and cheese into you. Yeah. So Monday morning, well, Monday, yeah, it was, it was, it was hideous. I, I don't wish that upon anyone i thought it was going to explode <laughs> and i did <laughs> and it was you know the worst part it was at amanda's work like it was in the morning and i so i had to drive her to work and then get to work myself and i did this salt water flush and like i don't know Wait, when did you it. do the salt water flush? Mo- monday did you morning do it before you got into the car well, Monday morning, you're supposed oh. to, it's supposed to make the magic happen in, in 30 seconds. Yeah. And it's not the first, oh. like I did this as part of a, like a 30, detox. 30 did, seconds or 30 minutes? 30 minutes. I did okay. this, I did this as part of a detox regimen. If you're not eating much, when I did, I did this juice cleanse thing and the salt water thing was a part of it, right? So when I did that, yeah, literally 30 seconds, it was, and then immediately you're, you're done. This, when you, when you have beef and cheese, it kind of changes the chemistry a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it, it, you know, I did the salt water and sat waiting for the magic and it didn't happen. And it's like, well, shit, we, we got to go to work. So by the time we got to, oh, and Amanda works in a scale house too. Like this is not a sprung. Yeah, this not, is not a sprung. work at the dump? You took yeah. a dump at the dump? I took a dump at the dump. That's Yeah, but she works with, I mean, it's a scale house. There isn't a lot of square footage here, gentlemen. So it's like bathroom scale house. That's, that's pretty much the building. And yeah, her per, her per, per, poor coworker. I I just, I, I apologized and um, told them them to call a priest. And about two minutes later, I was on my way. It would have been interesting to see how much you weighed when you went over the scale to get in and then how much you weighed when you I went should, over the scale. I should, have, yeah, I should have done the weight. Yeah, there was definitely, there was, there was tonnage. He had to come out of there and charge you the difference. Uh, Sir, you owe us $15. Yeah, I was going to say, he had to pay 50 cents. 
the was hor- it was horrible. What's, <laughs> what's the ba- what was the bathroom situation? What do you like, mean? is it? Do you do you have like was it an individual bathroom? Was oh it yeah, stalls. Yeah, yeah. No, it's an individual. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's a, Close okay, them, lock the door, then. and turn the fan on. Oh yeah, absolutely. You got lucky. Well, there was a fan too, good for oh. everyone else. Yeah, and they awesome. also have they have VI poo. So yeah, and it's also the dump. So right. the uh, the smell of shit is yeah, it kind of like, blends in with the rest of it. Or not? I don't. Are you guys so so for public bathrooms? Are you guys like picky about public bathrooms? Like, will I don't you, do if them. you find if you find yourself in a situation where it's like, oh, this one's not really a good call. Like, I'm going to just wait. I don't find myself in that situation ever, ever. <laughs> I'm, yeah. a, I'm a home gamer all the way. I mean, you know, OK, so Scale House is, is secondary home. Well, you know, technically, <laughs> Amanda yeah. spends a lot of her time there, so we could call. But no, I, I need to be in familiar territory, public washrooms and, and you know, like for, for number two, it, it's got a, I'm a home gamer all the way. Mm. I, if I gotta go, I gotta go. But you I mean there's also limits. Like if you you know when you walk into the ones where there's like shit and piss all over the seats and stuff like that, like that, then I'd rather just hold it and, and feel the discomfort. But I can go where if I have to go, I have to go. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna shit my pants. So if I have to shit in a dirty toilet, so be it. I don't really starting, have an issue with public toilets. Are we starting off a second consecutive episode talking I about know. poo? I know, but this is this is a this is an important conversation. This is a highbrow poo conversation. Yeah, exactly. We're talking about regularity in in middle aged males. That's today's it's, topic. That's a, that's a mature way of saying that we're talking about poo. Sure, sure. Yeah. I'm mm. not. I haven't. I haven't checked the stats on the last episode. I, I'm not sure if if our last uh, conversation about taking a dump went viral. But you know, you'd have to assume it was. Sure. It was a pretty good one. Rapid fire. Um, and, and just to just to touch on the saltwater flush, because um, I I didn't want I didn't want to recommend health advice to anybody, but it <laughs> but it's but it sounds like it's pretty legit. Like, you know, at least medical news today says saltwater flush can relieve constipation. I've never heard that before. Oh yeah. Um, I, re- I, I remember sorry, we uh this is going back on like when Sam and I first got together and we were uh, applying for life insurance <laughs> and uh I, I smoked weed and they considered smoking weed the same as smoking cigarettes like if you didn't smoke cigarettes it didn't matter if you smoke yeah. weed, you would have to pay the same premiums as someone that smoked cigarettes so i was like fuck well i'll try and i'll try and stop smoking weed so uh i went to you I mean the, the store and i get the tests the test if we have thc in your system so i go and uh, i go like a week without and I still have it in my system. And I go two weeks without it and I still have it in my system. And then the guy's like, well, I have this stuff. And it was the shit that you would drink and it was supposed to like detox you basically. So I went and drank that. And then I must have drank fucking pails of water. Like I, so much water that I would go for a shit and it was basically just water pouring out of my ass. <laughs> so the, and the lady comes the lady comes to do my health test or whatever. And she gives me the, the urine, the thing for the urine sample. And I go in the bathroom and I piss in it and I hand it to her. That fucking st- that could have turned a fucking regular turtle into a fucking ninja turtle is how green it was. Yeah. And I just handed it I just handed it to her. I was like, <laughs> Well, there you go. And she left with it. And obviously I didn't pass that. Like it was just it's not that I still had THC in my system, it's just that I had so many other things that they couldn't even use it. So yeah. That's, <laughs> That's my so, detox. So funny. <laughs> and I saved myself like thirty bucks a 
Mutton fun, fucking insurance. Sweet. Yeah, I just had to talk to my life insurance guy because I'm turning 50 and uh, it's time for a renewal for my policy while we're on the whole smoking and, and stuff like that. So, um, like I lasted this t- 10 years ago, right? And now, so if I pay the same price because I've gotten older, of course, I'm, the, 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 the thing I, what I pay a month now, um, the payout dropped. Um, by quite a bit, actually. For what I pay now, I'm only going to get like $140,000 coverage. But that's a, as a smoker. He said, have you quit smoking? And I said, well, I don't touch cigarettes anymore. I'm, I'm on the vape. He's like, nah. I said, why? He said, well, he goes, the payout is uh, 140-something thousand now. But if you were a non-smoker or had been off cigarettes for a year, it would be 662000 That's oh. how. That's how much of a difference... Uh, it yeah. makes in terms of your life insurance, and that just yeah. blew my mind. So uh, now I got to phase this damn vape thing out. That that is that's that's a half a million dollars, man. Well, I with, yeah, I went with Canada, Canada Life for my insurance, and apparently they they don't if you if you smoke weed, they don't consider it the same. Well, as that smoking that was the other thing that. I said. I said, you know, I recreationally I dabble in every once in a while, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. so long. He goes, listen, so long as you're not smoking it, like round the clock during the day not an issue if you're a weekend or you know nighttime couple couple of puffs they it's 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 like um it's like alcohol like if used in moderation it is a non-factor in in your yeah. life insurance i was like Whew, okay <laughs> good yeah <laughs> I, can good. Lie, I can lie and say that <laughs> perfect sure. yeah, yeah but as far as touch the stuff as far as phasing out the vape, I actually just did that. Um, not just did that, but over a little bit. And you, you can you can roll back on the tea, the uh, nicotine content mm-hmm. pretty pretty easily. What the guy at the at the at the vape store told me is a lot of these places. Oh, those are nicotine vapes you guys have. Oh yeah, fuck that. Don't smoke that shit anymore. Come on. Yeah, it's. Um, <laughs> So you, what you do is they, they have them in like 3% and 0%. So you can, you can mix the two. You buy like a 0% and a 3% and like half and half it. And you just slowly phase it out. It does a really good job. But it's also, you'll find, um, at least I found that, that kicking vape is significantly easier than kicking cigarettes. I don't know why, but, um, yeah, it was, it was a lot more, it was a lot lighter than it was for cigarettes. Yeah, it's weird. I've I've noticed too. I'll go two or three hours and go. Well, where's my vape? And I and it's yeah. you know somewhere it's down in the car. And I got home two and a half hours ago. And I'm just thinking about it now, which did not happen with cigarettes. Cigarettes. It was like you know twenty minutes That's later crazy. after I put one out. It's ah, I'd go for another smoke. So. I, yeah, yeah, I don't there. think it's it's going to be as hard. And by the way, Mister Reformed Smoker over there, you're you're being <laughs> you're being that guy. Although I found out um, a second. Uh, a second uh, uh, order or a second uh, division of the reformed smoker. There's the reformed smoker who used to smoke, who gives you shit for smoking, like Mark. And then, mm. then there's the uh, I'm no longer the cigarette smoker, but there's my wife who's still the smoker. And yesterday, I actually I complained. I was like, oh, because <laughs> the car was full mm. of it, right? She was just getting out. The car had stopped, and it was filling up with smoke. So I come, and she gave me shit for being a reformed. What would you call that? Reform non-smoke? Like, 
Mm-hmm. In other words, you know, I will say this: as somebody who no longer smokes cigarettes, it's you know, the smoke bugs you after a while. It's like <laughs> yeah. you know, you realize, oh shit, man, that stuff's potent, and I don't like breathing it. And but you complain, and you get the same thing. Oh, Mister Reform non-smoker, you don't smoke anymore, but the smoke bugs you. Like in other words, if you used to smoke, just because you don't anymore, and the smoke now bothers you, you're you're allowed to be bothered, are you not? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think I think anyone's allowed to be bothered by offensive smells. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> even if you're a smoker, you can be like, oh, exactly. Fuck, that that's stinks. like that's like, oh, that fart stinks. Yeah, well, that one you did two weeks ago. You're right, but it doesn't make any doesn't make yours any more pleasant. It still stinks. It's crazy with smoking about how like when you're right in the middle of it and you're smoking on a regular basis, you just don't notice the smell yeah. at all. Yeah, oh. that's the crazy. That's the real story. Is that like I, I remember? Clothes, yeah, like all of your everything. clothes. I never. I would just my hands would smell like whatever. Like I mean, you know, I, I used to do it. I, I smoked for years, and and it was fine for me. But it's just it's just funny how you don't fully even really start realizing the smells or the lack of smells until you kind of start phasing that stuff out. I, I noticed it with vaping for sure because it doesn't leave any residue on your hands or anything. I mean, it clouds up yeah. your your car windows. Outside of that, um, it, it doesn't really do much. So yeah, it was it was a big big jump. I had to, uh, as part of my job, occasionally we have to like clear out homes where someone's passed away, or it's generally older people who've had to move to a home or have passed away, and the you know the family needs the house redone or whatever, so it's presentable or it's empty or well whatever the case may be. Anyway. I did one uh, just a couple of days ago in Toronto, and these two people had lived there, and they had smoked in the house for, I think they'd owned the home for 52 years, and they smoked inside, like, with the windows shut, and it, yeah. I've never I've never in my life have I witnessed anything like it. Like, the walls literally looked like the inside of John Player's lungs. It was, it was, it was heinous. It was just awful. Take a picture, take a picture off the wall and it's fucking white underneath. It it was like that. It was, yeah, everything that came off the walls, you could see the original paint. It's just, it it was, it was a stark reminder of just how. That's the way my mom's house is. And that's why I can't, I I can't go there. Like it's first of all, I don't want to drive to fucking Timmins all that much. Um, but secondly, like that, they just she smokes in the house. I'm not going to tell uh, someone I, hey, you can't smoke in your own house. But I can't bring my daughters there. Fuck. I have no problem. I have I, like even when I when I was smoking cigarettes regularly, pack a day guy, and and Amanda's pretty good for this too. We've always been like outside the house, in the car, yeah. crack a window sort yeah. of thing. Because even when I was smoking, the smell bothered me. Like I could, yeah. not not the smell of the smoke as it's being smoked, but that residue. Ooh, yeah, you yeah, can tell somebody's been smoked. Smell. Yeah, yeah, you can tell somebody's been smoking in here. Smoke smell. Oh, it's just it. I used to smoke inside all the time. Yeah, well, like even with, in my in my condo. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I, oh, yeah. I, I can't. The, the, if, if, yeah, if I smoke inside, like, you know, we, we've, we've entertained and stuff where it's like, yeah, you know, for a night, yeah, sure, light up, don't care. And then the for next sure. couple of day for the next couple of days, like, holy Christ, crack a window, it stinks. 
Yeah, I remember the days of bartending. Uh, like the one I can think of is uh, as East Sides on Upper James bartending there and being like, "Yeah, I'll be right with you guys." And I got a smoke going in a fucking ashtray down at the end of the bar, and I like go and I pour some drinks for some people, and I go and I finish my butt, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, my yeah. For my first job, my first job, like big boy job, I, I guess, was as selling clothes at a, a menswear store in the mall, and that was in late 1986, and they were just phasing out smoking in the store. You had to go out into the mall to smoke. Which, I mean, now it's, but yeah, you could be doing a sale and just like Mark was saying, you have, a, you have your smoke in an ashtray right next to the register and be puffing yeah. away while you're you're finishing the sale. Like just, it's you know, and that was in my lifetime and it just seems like that's like model model tea stuff, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh yeah, especially, it seems like especially if you go to a restaurant now where they're wearing masks and fucking face shields and yeah. washing their hands every two seconds, yeah. like yeah. it's a totally different world. Absolutely, yeah. And grocery stores too. I remember going to like Dominion grocery store where people would just you know just like if you're outside at the park and you're having a smoke and you crush it out on the sidewalk, people would just crush it in the in the produce aisle. Like you could yeah, smoke in the grocery are. store. You'd see that old guy, you know, the old guy who's pondering all the meat sales. Only he'd have his smoke hanging out his mouth with the ash that had, like you had no yeah, idea, yeah. you had no idea how that ash was actually hanging on to the cigarette. And he's leaning right over watch the watch meat tray. It's like, dude, yeah. wow. So smoking in the movie theater. Fuck, I thought movies were black and white sure. until I was eight years old. Sure. There's 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 a lot of there's a lot of new uh, rules that are a little odd. Uh, anti-smoking rules I would say um, I, when I was in when I was in Halifax they for example they have um, designated smoking areas in the city that are like these posts that you have right. that, that they're only available and like I remember looking because I'm like I don't want to get fined I'm on vacation and I, I was just like yeah. you know I just wanted like to, I just wanted to smoke a joint because the the place that that we were you know across the street from we we got an Airbnb across the street from like one of those legal stores and it was like before we had any legal stores in Ontario right so I'm like oh this is super cool like I get to you know get a preview of what it might be like so I went in and then I'm like all right where can I go to smoke this and they have like these this digital map that like has like checkpoints Jesus. all over the place where you can go in the city and there's like twelve of them in the entire city it was crazy and then I'm like looking around I'm like nobody's got a cigarette. Like not nowhere, like not on the street or anything. I'm like, what is going on here? It's just bizarre. Yeah, you notice that a lot more. You notice, I don't. I mean, you, you, there's just not as many people that smoke as there used to be. So obviously, the message is getting through because it's it's just mm -hmm. there isn't the same amount of people hanging out front of a bar. There isn't the same amount of people hanging mm -hmm. out front of a restaurant. Or, uh, there's still the same amount of people hanging outside of the Juravinsky fucking cancer center, yeah. which is really <laughs> unfortunate. But uh, other than that, it seems like uh, most people are getting the, getting the my, message. My, I feel like they used to be in a doctor's office. I'm not, I'm not of the age where I remember being in a doctor's office or a hospital where they're smoking, but I, I know what used to happen. Oh, yeah. So it's uh, pretty wild. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my, fa my favorite transition from smoking inside to not smoking inside was the Tim Hortons smoking section. That mm -hmm. glass cube that they built in the corner yeah. of the Tim Hortons where there were like eight people in there chain smoking with no ventilation yeah. and you'd open the damn door and just you didn't even want need a smoke. You just open the door and yeah. go, oh, I'm good. Like it was. Oh, God, that was just terrible. Yeah, they had one of those at Walt's. I don't know if it Walt Beanery in Jackson yeah, yeah, Square yeah. there where they did 
that transition to and they put it on the back wall and it was about three feet oh. wide 15 feet long just a row of smokers <laughs> like fuck yep nasty you come, out, you, you come out and your skin just looks like like crusted like a brisket <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you've been yeah, like a brisket yeah <laughs> Jeez. A <laughs> fucking stinky ass brisket. <laughs> All right, Mark, you got that. What was that one? That one story everyone's talking about about like that that guy on Zoom. I, I haven't. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I heard about it. People talking about it a little bit, but I, I haven't had time to take a look at it yet. Benny, did you hear about no. this? Oh fuck sakes, Jeffrey Tubin. You know who Jeffrey Tubin is. Works the for the New Yorker. Yeah. He works for the New Yorker. Sometimes he's on CNN. He'll be a correspondent on CNN. He has uh, been suspended from his job after he allegedly was caught masturbating on a Zoom call between staff belonging to the magazine and, at, the, at his company. Um, he uh, what he said it, he said that his actions were an embarrassingly stupid mistake and that he didn't realize he was visible on Zoom when the incident happened. Uh, the initial report was that. Um, it was just that you could see his dick, but uh, it has updated its story saying that he was uh, he was full on masturbating. He said, "I believe I was not visible on Zoom." Wait, I wait no one, a minute! No one on the Zoom call could see me. I thought I had muted the Zoom video. I apologize to my wife, my family, my friends, and my coworkers. That's a shit sandwich to have to eat, eh? Yeah, like, why on a Zoom? Why? Any time of day, it's fine. You know what? But not, not, not on Zoom. Not, not, with, not with work. And, like, there's so many questions I have here. Like, if you're going to be doing it during, during a Zoom meeting, we're, we're on house party right now. I'm making the motion like I'm doing it. And, and you wouldn't know. So there must have been, like, full-on bishop beating going on for them to know he was doing this like he had to be yeah, he, he had to be working at it emphatically <laughs> for them to notice on camera like is is jeffrey yes yes he is i well but he said he, he it said he could be seen to, so he must have been like rolled back like back that's here. what i mean like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like yeah Exactly. Like if you're sitting up close, nobody knows what you're doing when you're sitting up nice and close to the camera. But when you back up, maybe he's got a huge cock. That could be. That could be. It's like Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore making the clay pot. That's that's why has he been fired? No, he's been suspended. That's why he wasn't fired because there were a lot of if he if he had just like a tiny dick, then everyone would just been like, all right, this guy's insane. Let's get rid of him. But they were like, oh my god, like maybe maybe the New Yorker could benefit from having a dick that big on staff. So maybe we shouldn't fire him outright. Yeah, and they don't want it to come back. They don't want you don't want harassment because like a large dick that's a ter- that's not a case you want against your company you know what I mean like that's there's enough fucking harassment and discrimination going on right now the last thing we need is the large penis man to be fucking next on the checklist what what is the mo- like what's the the motivation like uh wow you, you know there's there's th- things that you see or experience where like well that's kind of hot i could you know kind of puts me in the mood like what what, what what a zoom meeting with your co-workers and suddenly it's like you know what i'm gonna do right now i, I just uh, there's so many questions here 
maybe it was like he was late for the meeting. It was like first thing in the morning, and he's like a rub one out first thing kind right. of guy. He's like, well, I didn't get like, like for me with my bath. Right. Like if I don't have my bath to start my day, my day's not right. Maybe some people are like that. Got to run. Yeah. Yeah. OJ, OJ had something to say about Jeffrey Tubin. OJ Simpson. He's <laughs> <laughs> the real OJ at the real at the real OJ thirty two. I'm, I'm waiting lead. for the I'm waiting for the punchline. No, there isn't, there isn't really much of a punchline other than the there there isn't there isn't much of a punchline other than the fact that fucking OJ Simpson is now like a cultural um, a cultural uh, critic because he he's his his. Uh, Twitter handle at the real OJ32 is like he just posts these videos of him talking about like whatever happens to be going on or it's him golfing and being like trying to be charming until you realize that he horrifically murdered like two people. Anyways, right. his what 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 uh, what OJ had to say on the matter was damn Jeffrey Tubin. At least Pee Wee Herman was in an X-rated movie theater. That's what he says. I, that's actually not too bad. Way to pull out like an '80s pop culture. Exactly. Thing. But, that's the last time OJ was relevant. That's, that's, <laughs> exactly. I, I'm with. I'm, so I hate to say it. I'm. I'm with OJ on this one for sure, man. Like <laughs> Ben's with OJ. I'm with OJ. You know, this Pee Wee Herman was so in a place funny. where you'd feel motivated to do such a thing on a Zoom meeting yeah. with other yeah. writers. Like, come on. That is a I good thought point. I thought OJ's line would have been if it didn't spit you must acquit but oh my god I, you know, I, I, <laughs> and he could have picked like a better you know group of people to do that in front of as well because like these these are literally journalists like they they probably were live tweeting it right just, yeah. that's what I mean so many questions why Crazy. why Jeffrey he actually he actually left he left the call for a little bit and then came back. So my oh, guess, to wipe up. my guess is that's what he was finishing. <laughs> he had to wipe up. <laughs> <laughs> he was all done tubing for the day. Wow. That wow. is absolutely disgusting. Wow. Tell me to tell your family too. Yeah. Hey, here's why I got fired. Not I stole. <laughs> I reported something incorrectly. No. Nope. I reported something incorrectly. Yeah, I, that's uh, that's unfortunate. <sighs> what else we got? Um, I there's I mean, outbreaks all over the city. You know, no mm -hmm. big deal. Um, there's that whole Spinco thing that that inspired a bunch of gym specific Hamilton specific restrictions. I thought um, you guys had. Oh, that, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, that's a question I have for you. Are they? Were there new rules put in place for gyms? Because the reason yeah. I ask is because we went to uh, my my daughter has karate and my wife goes to karate at the same place, and uh, like they're at the point where they already had boxes on the floor that all the people have to be in that are six feet apart, and then they have to wear their masks. But the instructors aren't even allowed to like they have to kind of moderate how loud they are. Like they're not allowed to yell instruction. The students aren't allowed to yell yell back. Like they're not allowed to yell like yeah and all that kind of stuff. And I said this to my, my wife yesterday. I'm like, if things are so unsafe or they are deemed so unsafe that we people can't speak at an elevated volume, then maybe they're not safe enough to be open that was at like all. The, yeah, that was like the amusement park that said no screaming on the roller coaster. Like, yeah. Why, <laughs> why are we lining up for this roller coaster? Yeah, with my daughter in school, like... 
So schools are safe, except you can't sing O Canada loudly. You can't sing O Canada at all. That is the fucking line. Like, you guys can hang out and play and have dance parties Mm -hmm. and and, and play at your desks and eat your lunch together and all that kind of shit. But you can't sing O Canada. My kids... uh like it just seems like it's such a fucking weird set of my, rules. My kids' school reported. My kids' school reported the case over the weekend. Oh yeah. really? Yeah, we yeah. get the email, the phone call, the whole bit. Shitty. Yikes. Yeah. Well, so, she so. she had she had switched to all online anyway. Like she she was doing the class the the class she she was going for English because she wanted she wanted the, to go back to class right to have that and they already had been through three different teachers the curriculum changed with each one she was like you know what it's it's not really worth it so she's gone all online so it really doesn't affect her any hmm craziness craziness yeah just to touch on the gym stuff um they they lowered class sizes they or class yeah like gym class sizes so I think it's down to 10 now um and just a, a whole bunch of stuff, but the, what's interesting is it's only in Hamilton. Like it's specifically geared towards Hamilton as like a punishment for that Spinco class, which is up to uh, connected to up to eighty cases now in the city of Hamilton. Wow. That's a that's Jeez. another reason. One more like what's reason. Going, I hate what's, cyclists, what's going? You know exactly. <laughs> it's, yeah, what's going on at that Spinco? I, there's more than there's more than spinning going on there. Eighty people. <laughs> Yeah. Does Jeffrey Tubin work there? <laughs> yeah, <going> exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's there's something sharing water bottles. I don't know what the hell's going on in there, but uh, you know, mm-hmm. may, maybe they. Uh, at, I, I don't I don't know if part of the COVID uh, check in for Spinco is dropping your keys in the fi- fishbowl, but maybe yeah. maybe that's the case. It kind of sounds that way, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, talking about my job a few minutes ago, I, I'm I'm kind of pondering. Maybe pondering, looking for a new one for the winter. I'm not sure mm-hmm. yet. It's a little more secure, that kind of thing. I don't know. Um, it's tough out there. <laughs> well, jobs are job searching, looking for jobs, job opportunities, interviewing for jobs. It's just, I, it's not something I enjoy. Yeah, like, yeah, it's tiring. Yeah, it's tiring. It's tiring. It's stressful. Um, you know what? With the job that you do, it reminds me. I remember, I remember one. This is prior to uh, prior to doing the mortgage thing when I was kind of in that transition out of uh, out of restaurants. I remember I was I was sitting on the toilet upstairs, and yeah, I mean, you're just on like Indeed or whatever on your phone. You're looking at the job and shit. And I remember applying for a job, and it was uh, after working in restaurants. I kind of wanted something a little bit more, just just low key, a little bit more of a slow pace, just so I could fucking chill mm-hmm. out a little bit because restaurants are very high strung industry uh, so I saw one and it was funeral home attendant and I was like well, nothing slows things well, down nothing like death <laughs> yeah nothing more chill than a funeral home so I thought you know what I mean customer service experience maybe I'll be talking to families or, or I, don't, I don't even know what it was so I'm like sure so I apply on Indeed literally like I said I was on the toilet by the time I got downstairs my fucking phone rings and it's this guy from this company and I was like shit they must be they're obviously desperately in need or I timed that perfectly Um, so anyway he's like well I want to talk to you about the position and I have some like kind of pre-screening questions for you and I was like okay so uh, so he's like, so a little bit about the job. And then as soon as he started talking to me, I was like, hey, it's kind of like what Ben does, but a little bit different. Uh, it was, so yes, you are a, an attendant for a funeral home. What it was, was basically going and collecting dead oh bodies God. from different 
scenes. So whether, you know what I mean, it maybe it was an elderly person that passed away and, you know I mean, you have to go in and you have to collect the body and you put it on the stretcher and you bring it to the funeral home and then you do that drive from the funeral home to the to the grave uh, to the grave site when that time comes. So that was, he's like, so that's like one example of something you would do. He's like, maybe another example would be, he's like, and these ones aren't, aren't really as, you know, I mean, nice to go into. He's like, maybe, uh, maybe somebody died and like the family's freaking out and you kind of have to deal with them or maybe it was a suicide or something. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> and he's like, and then there's the ones that are, you know, I mean, then, the, then there's really the bad ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. These are all good days, yeah. but sometimes the job yeah, is like a, little, a little dirty. And there's the ones that are real tough. He's like, you know what I mean? Uh, if you have to go to like a, like a car accident scene or something like that, and maybe like, maybe like the guy's body is over here, but his head is right. over there. So there's a little bit of walking involved, you know. You have to walk from one part of the body to the next. Heavy lifting. (laughs) Jesus. So you know what? I actually because kind of kind of where I was at that point, I was like, well, what does it pay? It was only six hundred to eight hundred dollars a week, and it was twenty four hours on call because you never know when that car accident's going to happen. Oh yeah, no, you'd have to pay me a good chunk of change for that job. Yeah, like I considerably more than that. What is that about? You have to like they like wake you up in the middle of the night. You know what I mean? It's just like that's what it would be. Like you're in the a lot of these distress calls are coming in at night and stuff, right? Or super early in the morning. You know, during Christmas dinner, you hear a loud crash outside and just get up and put your coat on because you know the phone's (laughs) going to ring any minute. Like get the get the doorway for the back. Get the bucket ready. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, I'm off. Yeah, I'm on mom. <laughs> I, so. I, I had a friend who did a job similar to that, actually. This is going back a little while. But yeah, he said there, there were he, he, this was in Toronto. And he said there were there were some buildings that where where it was so bad, like it, it just and this is this is sad. But I mean, there were buildings where it was so bad. So many people were, you know, ODs and, and stuff like that, that there was there was one particular building where it w- was not uncustomary to have the body in the elevator taking it downstairs sort of deal and people had just the door had opened you know you'd be coming down from the ninth floor the stops at the seventh the door open people would just get on the elevator <laughs> hey, what floor are you coming from ninth oh yeah jerry eh? he hasn't answered the door in a few days it was it was not uncommon for that to happen that's just terrible stuff and he said yeah, yeah it was not uh, not the most pleasant job Thanks, in the world man. yeah so I said, I said no at like 800 bucks a week. What, what would be that number for you? That would be like, yeah, I do that. I'd for that. I'd, I'd have to make over like well over a hundred K like it, it'd be like, like, cause it's, it's not, it's not the physical job and the shock of it. It's like, you're the, you're the, de- you're, you're, you're death now. Like you are, you're, you're going to have to yeah. carry that shit with you wherever you go. Like, how am I supposed to go and watch family guy and laugh my ass off when in the back of my head, I've got some guys fucking yeah. exploded head just floating around my brain. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> I was talking, yeah, I talked to my wife about it too. And she was like, well, how much does it pay? <laughs> I'm like, well, here's how much it pays. And then she's like, oh, that's not really that great. She's like, and what if like, you got to a scene and there was like oh, kids or something. I'm like, well, yeah. that's it. Well, like, sure. And there's jobs it. that are like that. You don't think about it. Every tow truck driver has probably been to one of those. You yeah. know what I mean? 
Yep. But for sure. No, 100K. I'd I'd do it for 80, 80 or 100. You'd get desensitized to it, I would think. You would would eventually. I think that's that's one of those things for me is like, I don't want to be desensitized to that. (laughs) There's some things that I feel like you shouldn't be desensitized to. And like seeing dead bodies, you know what I mean? Is one of those things where it's like, all right, well, you know, I get somebody has to do it, but. That's, that, it's just not enough. It's just it's just not enough money. Like that's there's a reason why they're having a tough time doing that. And like you know, COVID's bad, but like I would I would never I don't know. The other the only other thing that I could yeah. comparable, which is it seems trivial in hindsight when you're comparing it with cleaning up dead bodies, but like any like cleaning up any bodily body fluids in any capacity. I remember at one point I was working at at Chapters. Um, it was like a seasonal um, Christmas job that they, they hired me on for a couple of months to stock shelves and be there for people during the Christmas season or whatever. Uh, and they, the way that they had it set up is they didn't have a cleaning person. So, uh, you know, one person a night was selected to clean the bathrooms before the end of the day. And on the night yeah. and on, on the night that I was selected to clean the bathrooms, some kid went in there and puked all over the bathroom. And they're like, yeah. all right, Chris, get in there. And like, I open up the door. <laughs> get in there. Yeah, yeah, right. I open <laughs> up the door. standing around the door, like cheering you on. <laughs> no, I open oh, the go, door go, and I go, see go. it. And I'm like, guys, like, I'm not cleaning that. So you're, you're good, like, find somebody else. So like, it's your day. I'm like, yeah, I bet yeah. it is. It's, but I'm not doing it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. is that, do I get paid extra see today? It? Is like, do you know what I mean? Like, get yeah. the fuck out of here. It's minimum wage. And then somebody else, they just gave see, somebody- for me. Yeah, if I was if I was a if I if I was a housekeeper, like if I my job was housekeeping, I would be okay with that. If my job was putting books on a shelf and I had to go clean puke out of a toilet, nah, it's yeah. This is what it's not really not what, not what I signed on for. No, get out of here. Hire a cleaning <laughs> person, you fuck. Like what are you like? What are you talking yeah. about? It says here in the job description: ability to lift a book, knowledge of John Grisham. I, that's about <laughs> it. I, I don't I don't see anything else. <laughs> For sure, no. I was I was in the romance section actually because that's mm. my area of expertise. So they they put me in that section. <laughs> Halloween's coming up, guys. Are you are you Halloween seasonal people at all? Like I Halloween feel like Ben might be a Halloween guy. No, Halloween is the catch up of holidays. Really? Whoa! Fuck, fuck awesome. Halloween! Really? Fuck Halloween! Oh. I hate Halloween. I can't Shit. stand it. You know when I last I I, I the last. <laughs> I, I remember I celebrate I, I celebrate no I, I celebrated um, Halloween last and then something happened what was it oh yeah I became an adult like I, I just I, I don't I, no no time for Halloween I find it the silliest most stupid thing I can't stand it oh yeah because you don't like getting dressed well, you don't have, you don't I can't have, yeah. stand it yeah and you don't have young kids so pardon me yeah. <laughs> you, don't have, you don't have young no. kids anymore so you don't there isn't even the magic of Halloween like I have now. <laughs> yeah. It's like you have to, de- you have to decorate because the kids are into it. For trick-or-treating, though, my wife uh, t- took a hard line here on the fucking COVID thing. I was surprised. She uh, She's like, we are only going to houses where it looks like they have put mm. some fucking thought into making it safe. Like we, She saw a thing online, and we've, we've done this, which is now the uh, – it's like a PVC pipe that runs down our, our railing. And we decorated that PVC pipe so that when kids get there, you just drop a candy down. Get out of here, really? And they put their bag at the bottom and it drops it. Yeah, so distance <laughs> and stuff. So, yeah. My, fa- I, I, yeah, I my favorite. My favorite. 
the, the, where my this is the best part about this is I just I can't wait for you guys to like roll up to the house with your family decide that this house is too dirty to participate in Halloween for and then just like the because everyone's going to be outside right there's going to be no knocking on the doors so there's going to have to be like some face to face interaction where you're going to have to make eye contact look at these people and be like nah they're too dirty and move on and then that's I'm just I just want I just want to be there for the for those those moments you know what I mean that's fucking perfect yeah it's like it's like driving by a gr- I don't know if, I don't know if you guys ever did this uh, at any point in your lives but my dad and I used to go uh, garage sale hunting mm-hmm. on Saturday mornings and uh, you have those moments constantly when you're garage sailing which is you are driving and you slowly roll past the house <laughs> and you look through the window and you always end up saying the same thing. You look at each other and you're like, eh, yeah. junk. And then you fucking keep driving and you go to the next one. But you do make that eye contact with that little old lady that's trying to sell the shit on like it's on her classic. lawn. And then you drive, keep driving. Mm. <laughs> it's like For a drive by. Sure. Garage sale rejection. Yeah. Oh, it's hard to, it's hard <laughs> to recover from. It's hard to get over that. <laughs> You know what's also hard is garage sale negotiation. Have you ever tried to negotiate with people that are like, they are seasoned garage sale shoppers? Like you'll have something for sale for a quarter and they're like, you know what? I'm only taking one coin from you. I'm not taking a nickel at a time. Yeah, I think they call those immediate reflex, that immediate reflex to try and lowball somebody. For sure, I was gonna say some pe- some people call them uh, experienced uh, garage sale um, deal hunters, and other people call them poor people. You know, one one or the other. <laughs> rummagers, man, it's a it's a culture that I don't belong to. My wife is a rummager. My stepdad is a rummager. Like they they love that kind of stuff, but no, nah, no, not uh, not not my bag. I, I it uh, yeah. Uh, my stepdad and my wife both are, are, you know, those people that will go into uh, like an antique shop and look at every item just just for the uh, sake of looking I at can't. it. Like I just I, I yeah, I, I love I'm, that uh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I know when I shop, I know what I need. Chris, I go in, I get it. I leave. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to the one, Chris? Uh, ben, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. It's where, where that old pirate ship thing is in uh, St. Yeah, Catherine's yeah. area Prudence, like on the yeah. side of the highway. No. Yeah, yeah, and then there's there's the, there's a, like an antique place, like I just don't think a, it's, it's there anymore. It's like six. It's barns. a barn. Yeah, I don't think no. it's there anymore. Maybe it is. Yeah, they're not. They are not safe to be walking around these things. Like the floors are crooked. Like there's jagged nails it. and edges everywhere. There's a ton of like if you're looking for bolts, that is the place to go because you can find some bolts and washers. <laughs> I um I, I I really like. Uh, the the one in in on Ottawa Street Hamilton's got like that whole neighbor that whole district that's all antiques it's pretty sick um, yeah I, I I love that stuff I'm I'm a big fan I because you could get some deals and stuff too but like I don't know you get a coffee look at random shit I I get a kick out of it yeah um, no. yeah so yeah see I'd rather get a coffee and go look at new stuff that's so weird like I'd rather get a coffee and go walk around Best Buy and be like wow look yeah, at the round TV yeah do a, do a lap at IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> I, Ikea gives me a p- fucking panic attack There's way too many people in those places I can't handle it um, So uh, 
tomorrow we got Polly. I think we got to follow up with mm-hmm. him and kind of work through what we were talking about. It's funny that you say that you don't like Halloween because I was planning to do like a Halloween themed week next week and to see if we could I'm go cool through like, yeah, to see if we could go through some of the things that, you know, we, we can, we can settle the debates once and for all as to like, you know, what's the best candy you know what's the best movie franchise like who would win in a fight jason or freddie all of that shit you know what i mean yeah i'm down it could be kind of fun and then we could get maybe paul to do some halloween music or something like that like you know i'm sure there's there's some good stuff like that yeah like it's funny it's funny talking to paul now because you know he's he's like you know older dude that's just a big music nerd or whatever but like he apparently he's like this big metal head so i feel like he could have oh, yeah. a lot of insight on the halloween stuff you know for sure that could be fun yeah i'm down yeah right on buddy all right all right good show to get today guys we'll see you tomorrow um yeah awesome trick or treat get those get those get those candies out you know this, this is like that awkward goodbye when you start dating like yeah you hang up no yeah. no you hang up just kiss me and get it over with yeah you hang up you wanna go upstairs or <laughs> alright have a good day gents see ya Thanks for listening to Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LaFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter.